<laughs> okay. Uh, greetings in the name of the Most High. Uh, yeah, you know, it's... Uh, the only way... I can answer these questions kind of one by one. The only way that uh, Biden could get what he wants is with basically like neocon, rhino, whatever you want to call it, uniparty support. Okay? In other words, all the politicians there are traitors to all of you. Good, good night. <laughs> Bye. Bye, U.S. Good. Thank you. Next, please. I can't stand it. So I really, you know, make a case for like, you know, God getting the hook out and just calling an end to it. But there are a lot of people praying, a lot of people who don't want to see that, but they are ineffective in stopping it. And this is the problem you have today. They're ineffective in stopping it, and it just barrels along. Now we're World War III with Iran, uh, nuclear war. No matter what anybody says, does, prays, whatever, he just gets every single little tiny baby thing he wants. Wah, wah. What is this? Because his rank is up there in the mafia. People are scared what will happen to their spouses and their children. Oh yeah, it's part of it. But it sucks. It's disgusting. And everyone hates America and everyone hates themselves. And everyone hates the whole world. Everyone hates all humans, all planets, all everything. Every single thing that's been created, people hate now. You know, don't hate, but, you know, don't get the thrill out of it that they might have had when they were curious, when they were learning, when they were just learning about what the world was and the universe and the beauty of the world and all the other things. Out the window. Because one man, and no matter what, it's loyalty unto death, 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 death. Yes, they love death. They die for Biden. They would die for, they're dying for Biden right now. Dying for Biden. A great campaign slogan. Die for Biden. Because he gets everything he wants anyway. Even if he doesn't know he wants it, he just, okay, here you go. Okay, here's a group of Republicans. Here, they're here to give you whatever you want, baby. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, we're going to go bomb Iran now. Well, yes, we don't care if the whole world dies or my children. Fuck, you can kill them right now. Anything for you, Joe. Anything for the mafia. Anything to be in the winner's circle. Anything. Firstborn, no problem. So we have this problem. You know? And, uh... The level of disgust in people versus the truth about how God loves us and wants to give us everything. 
is it, it's an impossible chasm. It doesn't exist unless people are so far gone, so into themselves, so stupid, that you just walk by on the street. Oh, hello, Mr. Executive, getting out of your limo. I spit on you because you're a retard. You're stupid. Get back in your fucking limo. Go home. Get out of here. Okay? No more of this. You want to pull this shit at the, at, the, at the Super Bowl? Have your little boxes and all your little private bullshit? I say overrun them all. Shut them down. Put an end to it. You human beings are better than the others. You've got all this. You know, that's where it all starts. And where the reason this place has gotten to be so out of control to where now we're all going to lose our lives for Joey and for you neocons and, and we're going to lose our lives for Taylor Swift and we're going to lose our lives for the NFL and for te- television and Disney. We're going to lose it all because uh, they rule they're important. And the people that work for those organizations, they're important. Not you, not so much. You're expendable. Same old thing that fuels revolutions. Same old thing that fuels civil wars. Same old thing that fuels little wars. Same old boring thing. Same old boring thing. Same old boring thing. Same old boring thing. Yes, I already know the whole plan, Mr. Conspiracy whatever. I already know the whole damn thing. It's really what you can get away with. And if you can get away with a lot, then you're going to go to World War III. Yeah, absolutely. And you're going to think it's helping while it's harming. Will they ever turn a nuke on the uh, on the gentrified? Of course not. Will they ever really let a riot go from Rodeo Drive up into the houses in Beverly Hills? Of course not. That almost happened once, and it got stopped, didn't it? So high society, here we are talking about society again, is going to remain intact, thank you very much, no matter what happens. They're not going to die, nor are their children. The dying, that's for, for you losers who gorge yourselves on their programming. Uh, and I you know I hate to even go through it because everybody knows so why should I have to repeat it we all know everything so why should I repeat I know everything there is to know what don't I know even the hidden laws of physics what, what don't I know the esoteric blend of 
spirit and science. Yeah, what don't I know? I know all things. So I know what the score is here. So I know what's up on the docket because, well, if you make us fail, we have no choice but to go ahead and launch. If you play ball with us, we'll uh, hold back on that launch. Do you understand? You got to understand, sonny boy. Biden has a, a gun to our heads. If we don't do what he wants, he's going to launch World War Three, and it's nuclear. Doesn't feel good, does it? Well, when I was in the hospital, I watched uh, sports, you know, basketball, men's, women's, UFC, football, and now I'm here to renounce it. The, uh, the programming is too dangerous. So I uh, renounce the shitty bowl of shitty people like the NFL and the new goddess they tried to launch Gaga but now it's Taylor Swift you know Taylor Swift disgusting woman it's, un- it's unreal you know, only why do MAGA people hate Taylor Swift it's not MAGA people it's anybody that knows demons Anybody that knows about the, the, the real world of the spirit and demons. The only reason the world is the way it is is because the people are demon-possessed. They all are. When they go through a ritual of initiation with their consent rights, yes, I consent, go ahead and possess me. That's what they're saying. And then that same demon possesses all of them. And then we head to World War III. Should it be a surprise to anyone? They're courting demons. Well, they're really space aliens. No, they're really demons. And uh, let's go through the whole problem. The reason uh, for the demons to hate humanity is because God loves humanity. And so this operation of the demons is to take the people away from God as a punishment. Who he loves, he can't love because the demons have taken them into decadence, into perversion, into all manner of sin and justified it, into complete um, you know, lies and deception through media, through television programming, through big screen programming, through culture programming, through influencers like Taylor Swift and others. They say she controls about 12% of the electorate. Some ditzy singer. Can you believe that? No, I don't. I was, from the very beginning, I'm like, I was thinking you guys were with me. That this one's too obvious. I mean, Gaga was pretty obvious, but, you know, the disciple of Marina Abramovich, you know what I mean? And that was public. So I thought, well, that's a gimme. People are going to understand that. And Marina is the, uh, you know, the de facto uh, 
rich cho- witch chosen by Bill Gates to lord it over the world. Right? She's the Davos queen. Okay. So I just figured Taylor Swift was a no-brainer. You know, would bring lots of people to Christ. Meaning truth. And there are a lot of people that make little hand signals to Jesus and stuff in the NFL. And it's disgusting. I wish you people would stop that. You know, you're not better than everybody else, okay? You're just a human being. You've got a skill set they want to use. They use it for their own purposes, the NFL. Not for you. Do you got that finally through your stupid head? Dumb head, shit head, what do you call it? You know, straw head. Toilet head. Uh, that's Larry Fink. Your buddy Larry, where you put your money so you can grow rich and have a nice retirement. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the deal. So we see Taylor Swift coming along. And it's, it's I remember I had a, a, a near brush with Taylor Swift just through, through a crew working for her. And this is when she had a small, you know, small uh, studio. Not small, I mean, all the bells and whistles, of course. She's always had that her whole life. She's always been, regardless of what they tell you, she's always had everything. She's a real spoiled brat. But anyway, bottom line is, and I emphasize the word brat, like you get too close to her, it's like go fuck yourself, you know what I mean? You can't touch this. Put the velvet rope up. These people need to be isolated. They're so special. Anyway, one day, well, I predict she doesn't ever learn that she's not special. She'll sort of go the way of other famous singers of the past, like, and not even know what happened as she ages. The phone just stops ringing eventually. But not until there's been enough damage. And as far as her love affair with the the guy at the Kansas City Chiefs, Kelsey, uh, that that's I, I don't see who on earth could really take that seriously. But they all do. And uh, it's, it's amazing to me. In fact, the numbers for NFL attendance. No, I was watching it just recently leading up, you know, to, to you know, biding my time and watching. And then I realized once again the damage it was doing to me. So I had to, uh, you know, and when I say damage, I mean bringing me into the realm of demons. Well, they're innocent at first, and it's all very playful. But the realm of demons. And uh, 
it's all very friendly programming and you're rooting for the team and they're getting you into even eating junk food and stuff. And that all seems very innocent, but really where it's going is, you, you, you know, when it comes time to have a defense, you ain't got one. They got you. Before you know it, they got you by the balls. Next thing you know, they want to inhabit you in exchange for you getting into a cut above your miserable circle of humanity, whoever your miserable friends are. Here's a chance for you to get on a faster track. Here's an opportunity for you. That, 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 that. You've got Taylor Swift to thank. No, she's, um, you know, I saw her coming from miles off. I mentioned it. In fact, that near brush was somebody, somebody's son who was working for Taylor Swift. And she goes, oh, don't worry. It's, nothing's going to happen to my son. I mean, he's a, he's a real believer in, in all this shit. I think it was in Nashville. And uh, I think I told her, I said, you know, it doesn't matter what you think of her and him. What you're dealing with is a stronghold. And then I said, you know, and yeah, but it's a great opportunity. It's the only opportunity he's going to get as a sound engineer, let's face it. And I said, well, okay, push him into it then. And now, it's an empire. And now, it's uh, 12 to 15% a day. It may even go as high as her running for president. Who knows? But it shows a thorough, complete, and utter uh, destruction of all things in this country. By things, I mean commerce, NFL being one, swag, hats, T-shirts, TV commercials, Tide, Tide soap, fast food, movies. They advertise lots of movies on the NFL channel. The new Dunes coming out. You got to see that on the big screen. Every single piece. Every single step. Every single puzzle piece. You got to hand it. The demons won, man. And they won big. They won the Super Bowl and all the next... 50 Super Bowls. Because people are no fucking damn good. You know, including me. We're not good enough to do this on our own. We need the help of the Lord to to weather these storms. It goes something like this. You're tempted into sin and lying and jealousy 
and you get opportunities to advance by those things, praying for people to die so you'll inherit money, whatever, all kinds of things like that. And then right when you get to a certain point, you realize you feel pretty self-righteous, pretty uh, up there with Jesus, at least. You got protection, you think, from all this stuff, from watching all these games on TV and participating in the culture and celebrating everything you can see. Everything that there is is celebrated. One of the uh, things the NFL players talk about, the ones who are on the uh, witchy side, kind of divides between the witches and the tepid Christians. It's kind of where we are with it. Tepid meaning they can't talk too much about Jesus. Why Jesus? Because the only way you're going to get rid of a demon is with the power of the Almighty. And the only way you're going to get a demon is by being a sinner. Are you a sinner? Are you? If you're not, then please turn this podcast off. When I think about all the dangers I've been in because of my own stupidity, and stupid is as stupid does, and how Jesus rescued me time and time again, uh, I, I, I start to go, holy shit, these demons are real. And look, they take over the doctors at the hospital and the anesthesiologist and the nurses and the guards and the police and the ER room and everything else. And I've seen that happen. I've seen it happen where a team is winning. The next half they come out and they can't even throw a five-yard pass. It spreads the demoralization. Then they intentionally lose the game because the demons got hold of them. That is not the outcome we want. We want the 49ers to win. So therefore, the 49ers won. Period. Why? Because the Detroit Lions were weak. Weak spiritually. And they could not weather the storm. The comeback of another team. When it should have just been another day at the office. Shouldn't it have been, folks? It wasn't. Talk about the purity of the game. Well, the purity of the game is nice. You know, they compete. It's all the other stuff they want to sell you. Mainly humanism and secularism. There is no God. There are the heavens. You know, the universe is is a big woman, a mother figure that takes care of us. We just give it to the universe. And uh, we get to know... (laughs) Huh? We give it to the universe. We give it to the universe. We would rather operate in love and point our finger at those that disagree as haters and racists. 
while we're the loving ones, right? We're the good guys, right? Anyone that posits themselves as a good guy above the others is more evil than everyone. More, much more evil. Actually dangerous. Actually genocidal. Actually hateful for uh, any other opinion existing. And wanting to destroy it, get rid of it, annihilate it, and murder it. And that is the nature of those who tout love. Like some, you know, like the NFL. You know, on the back of some of the helmets it says, choose love. Well, when I see that, it's war. We know that, that, that what that really says is, I am hate. I am hate. I am hate! Is what that says. It doesn't mean choose love. It means I am hate. Disagree with me, I want you dead. That's what it means. But why even talk about things like institutions like the NFL or hospitals or big business or Tesla or Alphabet or X or Facebook or Meta? They're all in the game. The game to take humanity away from God. There is only one game. There are not two games. There is one game. Period. End of story. And millions of people working. Working. To get you off the ball. I mean, to to use a tired, sick, worn-out metaphor, to get you off the what should be the focal point, to get you off the Lord, to get you off the power, to get you off the origination of power, to get you off the homeland, to get you off, uh, you know, your game, to get you off the miracle healings, to get you off of everything except slow, dumb process, Slow, dumb process, that's you. Slow, dumb process, that's humanity. And when there is a miracle, they just go, wow, it's a miracle from the universe. The universe gave me a miracle. Now back to Taylor Swift, because she influences 12% of the electorate. She said something about the number 13 that it was her lucky number. It's always been a good omen for her, she said. Just in some snippet I heard from the recent game where the Kansas City Chiefs, her team, won and are going to the Super Bowl to face the 49ers. She'll be there. The reason the NFL is pushing, what's the name, Kelsey, is because number 87, the tight end, is because, uh, you know, they made a deal pushing that little love affair 
brings in lots of new business for the NFL. It just does. People just tune in to see if she's there. So we have a whole new enterprise going. Guaranteed to hook your children. Guaranteed to hook you. Guaranteed to hook the whole freaking world. Which means the demons, including the nuclear demons, are having a field day right now. And um, there's no going home from this. It's, it looks like it's going to be a, you know, a real bloodbath. And I suppose that's because people are not willing to feel good. People are not willing to be loved. People are not willing to give. People are not willing to forgive. People are not willing to start again. People are not willing to start over. People are not willing to assess themselves in the mirror and realize they fall short. People are not willing to budge. So what's going to happen is this charade charade will continue. This Super Bowl will go off and as lately the games have been more people in the stands more popularity than ever before in the history of the world. Remember how they were so down at COVID? And they came back bigger than they ever were. And they all attribute it to some God somewhere. When they don't even know what Jesus is. They don't have a concept, a clue, nothing. So, I'll say this. Demons are real. Most people in America are possessed by demons. There is not, uh, you know, the only ones who aren't, possibly, are the believers. Those on the path, those being persecuted for their faith. Uh, Right? And other than that, the rest are. And the reason they persecute you is because they've got something inside that makes them do that. Because they're all possessed. As Malachi Martin said so many decades ago, perfectly possessed. I mean, they have their job, they have their car, they got their kids, they got their routine. Nothing wrong here, no criminal activity. And yet they're filled up with demons, and their kids are full up with demons. Don't think just because they're kids they can't get demons. You can have a demon as a kid. Especially if it's a generational one. They take over whole neighborhoods. They could take over whole nations, even one or two of them. They certainly can end up taking over people. So, though I was watching the football, and it's not so bad. I was watching the basketball, watching sports. Um, I realize the danger now. 
and uh, I no longer see these beautiful athletes traipsing around like they haven't a care in the world. I see soldiers slaying every audience member there is. I see gladiators. I see lions devouring Christians in these stadiums. It's just done a different way nowadays. It's done through television and subliminal entertainment. It's done through lying. Now, admittedly, it's a mafia, which, let me break that down for you. It's a mafia, meaning anyone that disagrees with it gets killed, or their firstborn, or something. So what do they do? They go along with it, like they do with Joe Biden. He's a mafia. You go against him, something bad happens to you and your family somewhere. You pay the price, as he likes to say. You go against any of these big institutions, somebody winds up dead. A great example is all the farm, farm, you know, pharmacological uh, whistleblowers. And what happened to them? It's too strong for humans. Only way you're going to fight this is on your knees. Only way you're going to fight this is with, you know, God in mind, the Word in mind, the Logos, Jesus, in mind, soul, body, heart, and brain 24-7, or you won't make it. And when I say you won't make it, I mean, you'll succumb to demons. Oh, you don't think believers can be uh, demon-possessed? Well, then you're completely out of your mind. You're a complete moron, and I don't even appreciate you listening to this show at all. I have a few people that listen that are very, you know, very serious. They're very serious people. They're trying to figure this thing out with all their heart, soul, and breath, and, and, and you know, they're trying to get through another day. You come along like this is a smorgasbord, and you pick and choose for what you want. Get out of here! Go away! My God. Well, we have them here. And you know what they bring? They bring demons with them. The looky-loos? They bring, invariably, they bring demons. Well, being a looky-loo a little bit, you know, learning, that's one thing. Being curious, that's another. But when it becomes, you know, year after year, and there's no change... And people don't really accept, they go, oh yeah, God bless. You know, it's like, don't tell me God bless. Stick that up your ass. Not until you really understand, you really believe. Not until we're brethren. If we're not, if you're not going to back me up, if you can't recognize that, then what about the rest of it? You're not going to, right how loyal are you going to be 
Answer, not loyal at all. So you wouldn't be loyal to Jesus. You wouldn't be loyal to God. You'll be loyal to the NFL. You'll be loyal to Taylor Swift. Go ahead and bow down right now and hand over your gonads. Just go ahead, let her slice them off and put her put them in a big jar that she keeps to make sure she has control of the nation. Why do MAGA people not like Taylor? I'm not exactly what I call the best MAGA person. And I see plenty of faults in Donald Trump. But I can tell you this. Before Trump ever got on the scene, I was on to Taylor Swift with the incident I just told you about. I knew it was going this way. I knew it would end up badly. And now it's ended up badly because she's influencing whole generations of youth to be just like her. She's the new Beatles. And I am so sorry. But in a way, America, you deserved it, you know? You deserve to get your asses fucking kicked. And I mean kicked hard. And even then, you don't deserve to to have a reprieve. When I think about all the people you've killed, unrepentantly so, and you made it so none of us can do anything about it. We can't protest. We can't disagree. We can't move. We're locked down in our homes and our uh, to keep our opinions to ourselves. Jesus is there. For the disconnected. You have to be disconnected. Or Jesus can't deal with you. You can't be a part of a big institution. Or Jesus can't deal. And what I mean by that is heart, mind, soul. You understand what I mean, right? Heart, mind, soul. So no need going through what that means. But if... You're not going to be shared with an institution. God won't share you with anyone. Or anything. Or the NFL. Oh, wait, the game, the game. Oh, wait, wait. I just got to see this last play and then I'll, then Jesus, I'll be right along with you. Let the dead bury the dead. And let that be a lesson to you all. Be prepared to leave with barely the shirt on your back. Can you do that? Yeah. Well, it's been an intense day today. I'm trying to get everything in here because, you know, we don't know when we'll be having another one of these, so. Uh, doing the best I can given the fact that uh, I'm not well but I am well enough to say increase your discernment I am well enough to see demons on the march and they're looking to possess every single person who is enamored with the Super Bowl They're there to possess every last viewer. Down at your little beach house or your beach club or your yacht club, 
innocently watching the game with your pals and drinking it up at the bar, the local bar, the sports bar especially, and cheering on when you win a point and having good camaraderie with your friends. That's a good way to get yourself killed. That, there are dangers in that. Believe me, I know. I've fallen that way a few times. And it's not easy to get back up either. In fact, it's hard. You feel, feel like you got a little family there. You're drinking buddies. The football game. You went out and bought a, what do they sell you? Infinity car or something? Some kind of Japanese car because you see it on TV 50 times. They got you by the balls. You're, 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 not, you're, you're useless. Completely useless. And when I say useful, I mean to God. When you're useless, that means, well, you could be moved around the chessboard as some kind of pawn, I guess, to be expended at will. And nobody would really care, would they? If you were here or not here, would they care? You think anyone would come visit your grave? I sincerely doubt it. They're not going to visit my grave. I can assure you of that. That's why I say take the epitaph and just rub it out. Not probably an ill choice of words there. <laughs> just put a blank piece of concrete over it. Block it out. Better yet, just go ahead and cremate me. Take the ashes and throw them around anywhere on the earth. And they have nothing as a memorial. That would be the freest I could get. You know, from others trying to hold on. I saw memories of people that have passed. But to make no mistake, they're gone. They're gone. And many of them, toward the end of their lives, preached hard about demons, about deliverance. In Jesus' name, you cast out demons. Cast them out. But then don't go back to the trough cast them out there's no other business going on since most people are possessed then most people need deliverance so it's a no brainer what, what business are you in you eventually got to get to the person where you talk to them beyond the eyes you listen to me it's obvious you got somebody in there operating the show you're not in charge anymore we got to cast that thing out of you. So in Jesus' name, we cast it out now. Cast it out into the pit, into the great beyond, never to return in Jesus' name. Get out. Get out. Get out in Jesus' name. Get out by the power and blood of Jesus Christ. Get out. By the power of the blood 
In the name of Jesus, I have the authority to cast you out. And I have done so. Understand? It's a binding legal agreement. Get out and stay out. If the person wanders back to the trough, then of course that changes things. If there's no appreciation for being set free, not much I can do. Once the demon is done with you, you know what happened? You go to hell! Meaning, and annihilation, uh, a place of burning and torture, some place that is uh, nothing but the worst things you can think of. But anyway, do you even exist? I'd say people actually don't exist that are in hell. Don't, because everything in existence is connected to God. Unless God is somehow connected. I mean, there's a philosophical argument to be had there, but uh, you can also be as if you never were. But whatever it is, when the demon's done with you, you go to, you know, it's send him to hell. If there's no repentance, if there's no contrition, if there's no caring, if nobody gives a shit, if it's just everything is everything, let's choose love. Choose love is, is basically I am hate. Why don't you put that on their, on their uh, helmets? Erase that I, choose love and put I am hatred. I am hate. Deal with it. I am hate equals truth. Choose love equals deception. You know, whenever I see things like that, where they try to sort of emulate Jesus, but it's new agey, I I just have no patience for that. The demons and sources of, of evil are truly evil. People that want to jump in bed with demons and monsters and creatures are themselves um, missing mentally. Their pathetic little lives are so boring that they, they have to identify with something. You could do uh, the best horror films in the world have a sense, each one of them is a morality play. Each one of them brings God in. Whether you like it or not. Now they may not call it God or Jesus when they deliver somebody, when they cast out the demon, when they do an exorcism. But that's what it is. I just saw an excellent one last night called uh, Oh, what? Shoot. What was the name of it? Nefarious. John Patrick Flannery. Oh my God, he outdid himself on this one. He played a demon. And a guy was going to be executed for killing people, but he wasn't there. It was just the demon that was there. 
and having a conversation with a psychiatrist that didn't believe him at first until he finally, you know, was able to really you know, beat the hell out of that psychiatrist and, and come up with documents and come up with all kinds of things that he, he, he couldn't possibly have done. And, um, but basically he said something that's very interesting. He said, most intellectual, most people like that are highly educated have trouble knowing what everybody knows. The demons are real. That God is real. That Jesus is real. Satan's real. It's, it's all real. And I've, I'm going to tell you the experience I had in the hospital. You could see that playing out, that spiritual battle. And God's people were losing. Sorry, my friend over there, my buddy. Maybe you agree with me. I don't know. But it, it's a real knockdown, drag out battle. You got, it, it, and I understand the need to just kind of like try to do good where you can. But the place is sort of overrun as being part of the system of the state and the, the bigger state. And as such, it's going to be run by people with, you know, you see how the, the hospital next door, I think it's the UNM hospital in Albuquerque, got an F rating, F. It got an F for how bad it is. Well, I wonder what the rating would be on, on this one probably about the same thing and you, you know it, it's it's just it's been like that there's been a big disconnect and uh, it, it's it's. I not only saw a spiritual battle over there what I saw in the hospital were other realms of existence other dimensions and that this ancient evil that goes on there carried by secret societies and finally manifesting as the hospital downtown. Um, and then I was able to see into other time zones and dimensions and how parts of the building were still there and the not there and other people. And I met some beings that could go from one dimension to another effortlessly very impressive but they're demons or let's say they've been given the power to do those things by their affiliation with the demonic stronghold of some kind and um, hospitals in decline probably because medicines in decline People are unhappy. And it's it just... Um, I think in the end, what has to happen is, you know, the, the hospital is founded on Jesus. And it needs to return to that purpose. And healing needs to return to the spirit. And not just some guy that just got his degree from, you know wherever say so we're coming into the end of this
what do you do if you encounter demons in yourself or others in your family? You cast them out. You don't listen to the person. You don't ask them if they'd like deliverance. You simply go into it. Uh, yeah, they might get irate and you know, they might try to stab you. You got to protect yourself. I, I, you know, I understand this is very, very difficult. But people today have become more complacent than ever. There's a lot waking up, yes. But there's a lot who have not awakened. And they constitute a danger. All right, I'm going to go ahead and go. No worries. You have, in your love for the Lord, you have every tool available to be successful in being, one, an ambassador for truth, for Christ, which is truth. What's another name for Jesus? Truth. Cornerstone. I make all things new. Alpha and Omega. First and last. Just uh, I gotta go to some other music. Yeah, no, I meant that that people that um, do films, you know, that have any morality in it at all, it's like it's echoing. It's it's it's. The, the horror films tend to have a morality aspect and um, the best ones like The Exorcist you know come straight out of uh, scripture so just FYI
that's not the last thing I was going to play, but let's see. Uh, eh, started running out of energy. Got really worked up over this demon thing. Because, you know, we're just not recognizing the demonic strongholds in, in life. They're, they're right in front of us. I mean, some of us are, not all, but... I see demons everywhere, you're suddenly a kook. What was the name of that? Welcome to the Puppet Show. Well, I'm not. Yeah. Oh, I see. I have to download it. That should solve it. Uh, that little device you hear down there, that machine, and this, is oxygen. And for some reason, I've needed a lot of it lately. And, uh, definitely a concern you can't not have it because you have to breathe and you have to not decondition so it's it's a weird thing uh, all right try this one on oldie but goodie To the puppet show. Life in tatters, blood on the floor. Voices scream, nothing matters. Death screams for more. Confusion by the box load dumped on everyone. Deafened by the noise, you never see us come. It's just another show. Yeah, welcome to the puppet show. Strings yanked every day. Listen to the puppet leader, he'll show you how to play. When his string is yanked, everybody do the same. Throw your hands above your head, come on. It's just a game. When they open his mouth, your mouth opens too. And when they leave him in a pile, that means die on cue. But most often, the 
shifty puppeteer The only one you see Listens to your questions On your life he'll try to feed So you never saw us coming But one day you will learn When the puppet's strings are gone And his soul we finally burn We turn our eyes to you We lust to have you see The face of true damnation And how your screams can be You think this sounds terrible? You think that sounds cruel? Don't look at me. You let me rule. You had a way out. But you bought the fake. So now I'm here. Your soul to take. Still confused, let me be clear, your eternal death lies in a full-length mirror, a full-length mirror. talking about that before uh, Michelle Archer poem and then me putting music and uh, voice to it and uh, it's a good one explains exactly what the world is in a song form and it only takes about three and a half minutes and there you are you're educated uh, as to what this is you fell into so sorry you fell into it, but now that you're here, then obviously two choices, give up or, or, or strive forward. Strive forward without the Lord, you're deaf, dumb, and blind. Like most of our educated people here are deaf, dumb, and blind. Just think, maybe all of education, educated people are deaf, dumb, and blind. By design. And, yeah, yeah. well, I mean, you know, they miss the mark, right? They think this is their doing, and they're rational, and they have their own explanation for the universe, and, you know, it all makes sense to them. And, and then they get, they, one day they wake up, and they get attacked, or they get something happens of a spiritual nature, and they have total, no preparation, no understanding, and they're just stuck there. Uh, all right, folks. We'll see you next time. I was a little gruff today, but you know, when it deal when we're in the subject of demons, you really can't screw around, you know, because especially when it comes to, I've always been adamant against Super Bowls because of the programming. Now is no exception. 
Sorry, I even recommended watching sports. Probably not a good thing to do unless you're really tough. You tough? And even if you are tough, is it really that enjoyable? Don't know. I'll see you next time.